0: Disorder, rage, severe depression, on top of all that, I'm stressing, took a blind date to my therapy session, and then tried to kill her, her first impression was I'm proving I gotta be, I need a lumbotomy, yes. but when I press blades for the leaves of otomy, fuck the real world in my fat ass stuck in cause in my music, hotties a fucking expression, getting out all I wrote, depression, ripping out all your throat, and if my hearing was ever to go,
1: mass murder would be inevitable, I'm a- Welcome to another episode of Maniacal Music Musings. I am your host as always, Jeremy, and usually this is the point where I do a nice funny intro, but that's not going to happen this week because we're here on a little bit more of a serious topic this week. I mean, we're still going to have fun, of course, but it's a little bit more of a serious topic and got to take things a little seriously this week. So our topic this week is, of course, albums that heal, which... I've always wanted to do this episode, but I just never knew I wanted to do it until I had our guest suggest it. And I was like, yes, that would be an amazing episode. I need to do that. And here we are. And I cannot wait to get this episode started. So you all, of course, know my gray bearded, gray haired man of honor side host, Mr. Chauncey Greif. Hi. And of course... As on this show, we always do. We are joined by a guest, and our guest is Diana Winkler, who is a singer, songwriter, and a podcast host for own. The name for podcast is on tip my tongue, but I can't think the of to it at the moment. The Wounds of but the Faithful. Yes, yes, The Moons of the Faithful. I see, it was on tip of my tongue. I just couldn't think of it, but uh, we are pleased to have you here, Diana, because we, we, up to this point, pretty much have been podcasting with people we've known for some amount of time. So it's it's nice to have guests that are brand new to us, and we get to put our music on them, which is always a fun thing. Not I don't know how fun it is for them always, but it's always fun for us. But we'll find we'll find out how fun it is. But but first things first, how are you doing tonight?
2: Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, thanks uh, to you. Uh, jeremy and chancy for having me on the show and in, inviting me to the party and getting a chance to talk about music
1: yep and that's why we do it because even after the worst days music can make us feel better music makes us feel like mm-hmm. we're it can it can it can bring a range of emotions it can make us feel angrier even if we wanted to which sometimes you want that but but what we're talking about tonight are albums that heal which we all love albums that he, you know, and they're a good thing because if you have a bad day, if he, you, if your significant other breaks up with you, if you get fired from your job, you need something to help you heal and get through it. So, or any other horrible thing that may happen to you in this world, you need something to help you get through it and music can do that a, a thousand times over. Absolutely. But first things first on this show, we always start with our guest albums because we're a nice people so what album did you choose that helps you heal and normally i ask why did you bring it to the show but obviously i know why you brought it to the show but how does it help you heal
2: well i brought to this show war on my mind by beth hart she's a, a blue singer Actually, she does a few different genres really, really well, but she's primarily a, a blues singer. And since I'm a singer songwriter, I was in the process of writing songs about healing for abuse survivors. And I got introduced to blues by my husband Brian. We were we were out actually raking rock in the garden. <laughs> Uh, Trying to do do all this yard work, and we had Joe Bonamassa on in the background, who's of course another uh, blues uh, musician. And we and he always plays similar artists on his channel. And so Beth Hart came on with "Damn Your Eyes," and all I was like, "Who is that?" And I asked Brian who's that singing on that song and oh that's Beth Hart oh I've never heard of her so I started listening to the rest of her stuff and I was like wow she just blew me away with probably number one her rawness because if you've listened to her stuff and she's had a really really rough life she's dealt with um, she's dealt with mental unless she's been in and out of the Um, mental hospital she had um, suffered a traumatic incident when she was a child Um, her house was robbed and you know she went to private school and and uh, they didn't know anything about mental illness back then and they didn't really have any treatment but anyway she'd been through all this stuff and she's very transparent about that in her live shows and so when I hear her music it is so incredibly raw. Like she holds nothing back from from her audience. I mean she she just talks about the the nastiest stuff about uh mental illness and and abuse and suffering and I never heard anybody sing that way. Because as a songwriter myself and I wanted to write music to help people heal. And I wanted to tell my story in my songs, but I was afraid. I was afraid to, um, you know, be blunt and raw and transparent with my songs because I thought somebody would be offended by it or they wouldn't like it. So when I listened to her stuff, they gave me permission to go and write my music that way. Now I wouldn't copy her obviously, but it gave gave me permission to write that that kind of music as well and share my personal experiences without being afraid. And she's so incredibly talented. Wow. She you know, she can play the piano, she can write, she she's got an incredible voice. Now I've seen her live on TV a few times. I never got to go see her in person but um she tells her stories on stage uh about you know her husband and her manager and how she was going to give up she's going to give up her gift of music because she didn't think she was worthy which i find that fascinating like you're she is so talented uh nobody has the sound that she has now she's got this um tremolo that's kind of her signature thing my husband doesn't really like that part as much, but I think it's i think it's great she's uh she can be you know gentle and you know she does ballads really well and just and then she goes right into the the screaming raw stuff and then she goes into some sexy songs and she's you know up there shaking her booty and and then you know we want to shake our booties too, and <laughs> so. anyhow, so that's that's why I brought it 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 really has has helped me in in my own music
1: well, before I get to why I think of it, chancy what is your view of it? Um, yes, you sir,
0: well. <laughs> In a way, actually, it kind of reminded me of uh, her name eludes me at the moment, but she was the lead singer of the band the Alabama Shakes. Um, the sound of her voice matches a lot with uh, with the Beth Harts. Um Hers is a bit more like blues, like guitar blues oriented, not jazz, like piano blues and stuff like that. But I enjoyed the, I mean, the album, I can't. Brittany it's, Howard, it's not, that's her name. Brittany Howard, thank you. Okay, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's, I enjoyed listening to the album. And I even enjoyed the words on the songs, whereas, you know, with Jeremy's, I just enjoyed the, the music. Cool. <laughs> there
2: the well, words, uh... the songwriting is, is, is incredible. It's the, the word pictures that she comes up with or. Are...
1: Yes. And does that conclude your review, Chansey? Well, I, I, I have never heard of Beth Hart either. I mean, when I when you first sent me the CD and I was like, I always preview the CD when my guest sends it to me. And I'm like trying to find something that matches it. And I just was like clicking through the songs. I'm like, I mean, the the couple I heard right away, I was like, ooh, what is this rhythm right yeah. here? But I mean. I didn't really get to experience it until first thing this morning. It was actually the first CD I listened to today as I was on a four hour drive up to Maine for a couple of days. So it, it was definitely a good, like, I didn't know what to expect. And with new CDs and new artists, I always just try to be open as possible when I turn them on because the old me 10, 15 years ago would just immediately heard the first song and been like, nope. But as a grown adult now, I kind of learn to appreciate things a little more and, I turned as I got as I was listening to the album today, I was just like, Wow, I can relate to a lot of this. It's just mind blowing. And she is such a good piano player. Mm-hmm. Like it's beyond belief, like how good she is at playing piano. So I mean I I mean I can't even think of anyone to compare it to at that point for that for that part. I mean, I don't wanna go classical, but she mean she blows most of the way. But Yeah, she's had some classical but, training, wow. so
2: it's it shows
1: And I mean, I was just, I was impressed. I was very impressed. And I can't wait to get to my top five. But we always let our guests do their top five first. And since your CD, you definitely get to go first to your top five.
2: Oh, man. It was so hard to pick (laughs) an album from her because I kind of rotate between four or five of them. uh, With uh, The War in My Mind, um, I had more songs on here that I really loved than. Yeah, their album was uh, live in, uh, was it Albert Hall? Royal Albert Hall, which is a fantastic live album. But um, So this one is top five. Worn My Mind, her lyrics, it's like, this is more than I can handle. Give me something to fill that hole. And then she goes, I threw blood on the wall. <laughs> like, uh, I don't want to know what kind of blood you threw on the wall, but uh, just, I, I never yeah. <laughs> would have thought anybody would have the guts to even put something like that on, a, on an album. The second one was um, Dear Sister. I, I cry on this one all the time. Just the tender tenderness behind I think this is a, one of the nuns at her Catholic school that she was talking about. I was so hard on you. Will you ever forgive me because she says she put this nun through <laughs> hell <laughs> and she was uh, she was a terror um, and let's see three I would say I need a hero again. This one's a ballad. I'm so thirsty, but I won't drink the water. And that is really common with people that have gone through major trauma is I can't help myself. I need somebody to help me. And then she talks about the demons screaming back at her. Uh, you know, the <laughs> we talked about the abyss uh, looking back at us, right? Um, four is thankful and at first, when I, I heard the song, I thought, oh, this is kind of trite. But she just you know, named all the little things. Which, when you're trying to heal and you've been traumatized, those little things in life make a difference. And so I, I enjoy that song now. Um, I'm totally obsessed with Rub Me for Luck. Um, I love the... I love the guitar in there and the instrumentation. I love the that pause right before the chorus. Um, so I'm I'm super super obsessed with it. Such poetic lyrics there. The word picture. So um, that's my top five. But it it's, it's so hard to pick pick any favorites.
1: Yeah, we 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 come across that a lot with a lot of our own albums on this one because it's just we've pulled the Jeremy as we call it many times where you say I, I choose the whole album but here's the I'm going to go through every song and talk about it <laughs> but I mean we've done that plenty of times but Chancy, what were your top five for Diana's album
0: I actually did have an honorable mention
1: <laughs> me as well but go ahead
0: uh, ironically enough it was rub me for luck
3: mm-hmm.
0: I have Play guitar- ah rematch I play guitar I play a little like i haven't played guitar in a long time, but I, when I did it, you know i I always enjoy a good guitar riff uh number five was I need a hero Match. Uh, number four was uh try a little harder oh. uh number three was without words in the way, a
2: little jazzy number.
0: Yeah, I, I like those. I like the more jazzy, bluesy uh, vibe from the song because, like, my number two is "Bad Woman Blues."
2: Oh yeah, and, that's
3: that's a cool
0: song. Oh yeah, I mean for sure. And then uh, number one was uh, "War in My Mind." Ooh. Yep, we were
2: matched so, there.
1: I I am actually very happy because I got some of my list that you got, neither of you mentioned, which makes me very happy. Because, of course, my honorable mention was Rubby for Luck. Because, oh, if I did write a funny intro for this one, that so would have been in there. So would have been there. In there. But sorry, Chancy. But.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, if I were
1: five. to cover
2: any of her songs, I'd probably cover that one.
1: Plus, I mean, being a bigger guy, I always did the joke of, all right, you can rub my belly for luck. But, gotta pull the whole Buddha <laughs> thing on <of> everybody. But. <laughs> Number five was Spanish Lullaby. Yes, because yeah, right, yeah. it made it made me think of that pop song almost. I don't know who sings it, but like the whole like last night I dreamed of Fernando and like she goes through this yeah, that's Abba. Like, Abba.
2: Yeah, I, mm-hmm. that, that's Abba. Yeah, Fernando.
1: Oh my God, I never knew that. That's wow.
2: Fanatic, yeah.
1: Oh, I, I love Abba. Don't get me wrong, I love Abba, but I never knew that was them. I like. Okay, yeah, very similar
2: flavor, yes.
1: I, I wanted to think it was um what's her name? Uh Selena. But I don't know, for some reason I always thought it was her. But I don't well, know. Maybe she did yeah, a 20, cover. It's possible. I mean, it's 20 years difference, but number four was I need a hero because it made well one, it made me think of uh, the song We Need a Hero. I we actually did a cover mm-hmm. band. I brought a cover band on this that does that song, and like this, her version. Her, well, not her version, but her song that reminds me of it is amazing. Like I need to hear. We all need heroes in our lives, and when I was thinking about that healing aspect, I was like, yeah, we all need heroes to help us get through things. So, no matter who it is, it could be a dog, for God's sakes. But if it helps us get through something, it helps us get through something. hmm Which. Number three kind kind of touch into that same idea, and it's thankful because at the end of the day, if you want to heal, you have to think about what you're really thankful for, and that you have to think about the good, not the bad. And it's just so and true. Honestly, I think it's that song. I could be wrong, but the the piano in that song reminded me of Serge Tankian, the lead singer of System of a Down, when he does his solo stuff. Like it reminded me of like his piano work.
2: I'm not familiar I almost with hear, him,
1: but oh, he's his when he went solo and started doing it just under his name, Search Tanky and like he some some of the stuff he puts out is very like open minded and ecological and everything, like worldly. I brought one of the C's on here about a month ago a month ago or so or two months maybe. But that made me think of that and number two was Let It Grow, which I'm amazed nobody else had that on that on their um like list, you said it's like,
2: really hard to pick any favorites. Yeah. There aren't any bad songs on that album, but that's
1: there, there really wasn't, right. but I mean I tend to go for the faster moving, like faster rhythm songs. Like the slow songs and any CDs like rarely do it for me. Like I just I don't live my life that way. My life is constantly one thing to the next. So the faster rhythms just kind of go with my head and my soul. But but let it grow was such a good song. Like her singing the chorus like almost had me tearing up in the car. Like
2: Right, right. Is-
1: Like it's such a good song, and of course, of course, number one was the first track on the CD, "Bad Woman Blues," because that as soon as that kicked off the album, I was like, "Oh, I am gonna like this!" Like that's the first song I sample because I always sample the first first uh, non intro song, Chancy. And I love
2: that. I'm not your mama. I'm not your wife.
1: (laughs) No, the, the, the the line in that song that really made me love it is born a man born to drive man insane like yeah like i was like oh i'm like my wife does that yes
3: <laughs> Good i'm like my
1: wife does that perfectly so yes i can relate to that <laughs> but like it's and it's her job Like that's that that truly is a wife's job is to make her husband do things and sometimes you drive them insane and make him do things so i mean which yeah I'm, I'm lazy so she definitely has to do that but so, I mean, I overall, I thought it was a great CD. I enjoyed it immensely, more than some other CDs that have been on this podcast, but I enjoyed it. So, I enjoyed it immensely, and I was happy I actually got to learn about somebody today. I mean, it kind of reminded me of uh, who did Phoenix bring on? Was it Diana Crawl, Chansey? I want uh, to say it's Diana Crawl, but I can't think of it. Actually, I can't. I'm pretty sure I'm right. I'm pretty sure I'm right. How long ago was it? uh, The episode released last. uh, No, it's not. Okay, that's not. I got the. Oh, it is her, yeah. Yeah, yeah, her name is Dana Kroll. That's who it is. Okay, I was right. I Googled it, Chansey. I'm right. (laughs) Okay.
3: But yeah, uh, he brought on. Looking.
1: Look. Looking. Yeah, looking to my eyes. He brought on that CD. It's a. Yeah, and that's it, kind of what it reminded me of in a way, but Beth is more of like a so, – a lot of her, her songs aren't – all, not all her songs are jazzy, like Diana's, and she's faster tempo, which I like. So I definitely enjoy the CD. But Chansey, why don't we do your CD next, though? So, I have to warn you, Diana um didn't realize I sent two links. She thought I only sent one long one. Sorry, so, Chansey. That's she so didn't get a chance to listen to your C D.
2: But I will. I will. Definitely oh, will well. listen to it this week. But I want to hear what you your your guys' pander about your songs.
0: Well, in that case, let's have mine go last then. Cause then cause okay. I, I was actually gonna pull a Jeremy. And okay,
1: then we'll go last. <laughs> then you'll go last.
0: <laughs> I mean I'm I mean it makes sense, especially if All I right. was gonna pull a Jeremy because it I mean literally the- it literally was like that. It couldn't have worked out more perfectly how Jeremy's like, Yeah, we're gonna have a theme. It's gonna be uh albums for healing. And then immediately I didn't even I had no thought. Just I knew exactly which album I was picking. But uh yeah, yeah. Let's let's have some humor on this because we want to I wanna I wanna talk about Jeremy's album. I yes. love Jeremy. I, I love Jeremy's album. Jeremy, tell us about your album, big guy. Which one did you bring? Which 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 another one of these did you bring? I should say. it's like bringing. It's like when a hey, cat okay. brings you a dead bird.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen, Chance a lot. Wait till we get to your CD. buddy. wait till we wait till we get to your CD. Hey, I'm, but-
0: I'm I'm content. I know she'll like it when she listens to it. So. Well,
1: I'm a, I'm a good CD judge of character. The sure. CD I brought was, of course, I when I think of CDs that heal, and I actually had a hard time picking one because there are so many I could have brought, but I'm just like, she, I'm, I'm not gonna do that to her. I'm not gonna do that to her. I'm not gonna do that to her as I'm going through my hardcore CDs, but I'm like, I can't do that to her. I mean, no, I'm not gonna bring hardcore albums about killing people to this because that's not really healing. Even to help, even to help me heal, I'm weird, so that's why it helps me heal, but. Then I'm like, you know what? Nightwish heals me, always. And I'm like, but what what CD haven't I brought that heals? And I was like, ooh, this is actually the perfect moment to finally bring this fourth CD of Nightwish ever on this show before. And saying the new record for the band brought them most to this show. But what's, eSham's not far behind so maybe we'll do him again soon, but Chance is like, oh god damn you. But I will say that Night Wishes Once is one of my favorite C's they've done. I yeah, it's the C D one of the first C's of theirs I heard, and it's just such an incredible C D. They It was with the original singer, and it's kind of, I think, why she left the band, because it went from her operatic work to her becoming a more of a rock singer, and I don't think she liked that, but I love the CD. It's helped me through so many bad breakups in my life, so many bad moments in my life. It's just always helped me through, especially one song in particular, or actually two songs in particular, but I'll get to that in my top five, but it's just, this whole CD has been amazing, and Nightwish is always good, but... This is one of my favorite CDs by them, 100, and I like it some more than even more than some of the CDs I brought on this show before even. But, but as our guest, Diana, what did you think of it? I'm dying in now.
2: Oh, I I am so thankful that that you introduced me to this band. I so enjoyed um, Nightwish, and um, I will say, I'm a, I'm a huge Prague musician. I'm a as they call it. <laughs> nice. And I was nice. like, they definitely got some proggy stuff to them. They've got the ten-minute songs. They've got the operatic. They have the, um, the really neat um, contrary melodies and different instruments and all that stuff. I so thoroughly enjoyed this album and added it to my uh, my Spotify playlist um you want uh my uh, top five now or
1: <laughs> uh we'll let Chansey give his burn slash review of it first
2: okay
1: i definitely loved the
0: the ones i picked i i got an honorable mention in, in the top five uh i loved all of the music that i heard like, all of it. It was like, whether it was something about a guitar riff or just how it was played, the cadence. I thought it was
1: great. So
2: much. So much to
1: say. Yeah, he's holding back on the part he wants to say, but.
0: I'm, my mama told me if I don't got something nice to say, I won't say nothing at all.
2: What would you have? Not nice to say. You
1: just being a gentleman. very fancy. I'm a big. I'm a big boy, and you never hold back. So come on.
0: Well, I mean, I just you know, for me, a lot of it is the. I'm 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 not. An elitist, if you will, but, to my. Opinion. The riffs that are used in the, especially the my top five, uh, the vocals don't belong. It's just, I, it's not that it, I just, in my opinion, it feels like it doesn't belong, it feels like it belongs to another song or another singer or another, not necessarily another band, but like another vocalization. Okay, okay, and then, it's not yeah. that it's not that she has a bad singing voice either, because she does, and she's you know she's got that operatic, uh, operatic you know ability, which is uh, that takes years to master anyway. And it just that's always been my problem when he brings Nightwish or stuff like Nightwish onto the uh, show is that I will find songs on the album. That I love, but I wish I had like a mixing board where I could just take the vocals out
3: oh, and just listen to it as
0: just listen to it as an instrumental and just. I think there's
2: software uh,
1: out there for
0: that. Oh, there well, is. So. Oh, there's sure. I'm sure there is. I just I didn't check. And, if,
1: and if, if you listen to it on Spotify, Chancy, there is all instrumentals. So, I mean,
2: yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying because um, I was trained in opera music, um, classically trained, and then later in life I transitioned to uh, singing uh, rock and blues and jazz. And uh, so I can kind of relate to what you say about the about that part of it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean. Like I said, Chancey, this is also when Tara, who we've had as a solo artist on the show before as well, this was her last CD with Nightwish. So yeah, and she didn't after the CD, she didn't want to record with the band anymore because and I think it's mainly because they wanted to break through to be more power metal ish to try to get onto the world scene more instead of just being a Finland, like I amazing band in Finland that people rest of the world haven't heard of. So right. Which it worked for them because now they are known worldwide for the most part. And I mean, even in the U.S., they have a huge following now. But it's just they. She didn't. She wanted to stick to her more operatic music, which she did in the solo city we brought on.
0: Shout out to Finland, but, our our top, our number three highest country, country listened to, which the, I'm sure this is gonna facilitate a number two
1: slot. Yeah, maybe. I mean, twenty twenty three wrap up uh, the twenty twenty three wrap up is a long way off, so we'll see. But thank yeah, you. Yeah, but you, I mean, that. you got a lot of you got a lot of Nightwish and other other
0: stuff in that genre you keep throwing out.
1: So, because Europe does music better than America, I can't I can't say it enough. Sorry, but they have since the eighties. So, but okay, lady, please. But still, when Freddie Mercury died, all the music went to Europe. Just saying, but. Yes, he's English. I know he's a, I know he's a British singer, but he was huge in America, and he inspired tons of other bands like him. But
0: I just, I, I like, come on, man. You're like, when Freddie Mercury died, all the music went to Europe. The more things change, the more they stay the same, Jeremy. That, that's a whole other way of saying what you just said. (laughs) Uh, Uh, what's your top five or wait yeah it was your your CD what's your top five
1: so I did have an honorable mention too I could have pulled a Jeremy in the CD like all Nightwish CDs but I just I can't with Nightwish I have to honor the top five and my honorable mention was I wish I had an angel because that's one of the first songs ever heard by Nightwish and I love that song it's what got me into them, and but it's not just—it's not top five material. There's five better songs in this album, and I wish I had an angels. An amazing track, though. It's Number five funny. is the siren. Yeah. Number five is the siren, which because the siren, I've been tempted by many women who I shouldn't have been tempted by, and the siren just makes me think of that always. It always tells me not to. Do that again. I mean, I'm married now, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. But I, it always told me not to do that again when I was single before I was married. But number four was Planet Nemo. I mean, what the hell did I write? Oh, Nemo. What the, did I start yeah. copying? I don't know what happened there. I think I think I started combining too. But um, it's Nemo because I love that. Like for the longest time, I thought Nemo was about like Captain Nemo, like forty thousand leagues under the sea until I actually looked into it, and I realized that in Finnish, Nemo means nothing. So I was basically mm-hmm. saying I am nothing, like in the song, which... And I can relate to that, because I felt like that in the past. I felt like I'm nothing in the past, so... Nemo is an amazing song, and I loved it. Like, it was just such a good... When I, when I heard this season for the first time, that's the song that really stuck out to me at first, until I get to my number one. but And then number 3 is creek mary's blood because i love that they wrote a song about native americans i love it and that they actually i mean the Finnish have more respect for native americans than a lot of americans do and it's just sad like that that's mm-hmm. a fact but and it, they wrote a song about it in like the native american music in the background chanting like it just i love it like it reminds me of Kind of got some Godsmack stuff, but not exactly the same way, which I almost brought a Godsmack CD on this show. I almost did for this episode. Like, I was going to bring uh, Godsmack, I think it's VI, or whichever one it is, but I think it's VI, it Could be VI, I forget what it's called, but that's what I was going to bring on this show. But number two was Romanticide, because I can relate to Romanticide so well with my history of relationships like I performed romantic side more times in my life than I can imagine like destroying my life through relationships through romantic entanglement so and yes you could take it that way or you could take it as you're the one killing romantic entanglement so it goes both ways kind of it works but and I've done both so it kind of fits but and of course my number one for a long time until the most recent CDs they did It was my favorite Nightwish song ever, and that is Ghost Love Score because that is the most beautifully haunting song ever written by them, and it's just, oh, I I love it because it's like a movie soundtrack, but it's just amazing, and I mean, Chancy knows my love for Nightwish's longer songs, but I mean, Ghost Love Score is just the song that made me want to buy every Nightwish album ever when it came out because they were amazing. I bought all their older, older albums because of that song. And just the line, time could never hold our love, like, that right there is why I looked for, I, for a wife. When I was looking for a wife, that's that's why I always saw is will our love be timeless? Will, will time always hold our love? And, and it's just, I found it eventually, and that song helped, though. So I go, anytime I break up with a girl, i would listen to that song, and I'd be like, nope. <laughs> she, nope. I'm like, Time held our love, and it put a time on it, and it's over. So that's it. So that's that's why this album made me heal. It's a freaking amazing track, and it's an amazing CD. I freaking love this CD. It was the last, last CD I listened to today because I know it so well, I knew I didn't really need to listen to it multiple times. time. So I just listened to it the last, like, half hour, 40 minutes into Maine, and it was uh, – I love it. I love it. I was blasting Ghost Love Score when I first was coming into this broadcast. So, because I love that song so much. It's been so long since I heard it. But that's my top five, though. Diana, as the guest, you get to give your top five next.
2: Okay. Well, you took some of my answers, but um, I will say I'll start with number five, which um, was Planet Hell. Um, I love the driving beat of that song it was it just kept me riveted on it. Um, I thought that the male vocal was very dream theater ish. (laughs) Maybe I'm nuts but and then it was contrasted Mm. with the smooth female voice which I thought it was kind of a neat mix. Um, chance you might not agree with that, but
0: <laughs> no, I, I I thought that when you actually uh, when you said uh, Dream Theater, I, I actually smiled because I thought well, you were talking it, but as yeah, I, was, I I smiled because like yeah, I could hear that that
2: yeah
3: makes
0: sense.
2: <laughs> I love Dream Theater, and um, Nemo is my number four. Um, I love the the vocals on this too. I like the uh, what we call the descants and this this guitar solo was like really awesome love the guitar solo um and i could hear some uh, spiritual biblical allegory in there i was looking at the lyrics and uh it was pretty cool i liked um liked that a lot uh, let's see my number 3 was higher than hope the uh, the lyrics on this one were really super um, higher Than Hope, My Cure Lies, and Describing Drowning Without Inhaling. I'm like, wow, that is a word picture. Um, and then the key change up was, I love that part. I like key changes. That's my thing. <laughs> uh, two, um, I loved go, uh, Ghost Love Score as well. And I thought immediately, like you said, it's this sounds like a movie soundtrack. I can picture, you know, having this on a movie and a really exciting battle scene or something. Um, I wonder if they've ever submitted their stuff for movie. Well, for actually,
1: um, the the last CD of theirs I brought on here when Phoenix was on Imaginarium, that album actually was they did a movie called Imaginarium 2 and they used a lot of the songs from that CD for the movie. So
2: okay, cool. It's a, it's a very one,
1: it was a it's a movie that I had to find it on some site I never can find again probably if I looked, but it's it, it's out there. It can be found. It just it's probably on YouTube now for all I know. But but so yeah. So my I mean, number definitely... go, ahead, go ahead
2: my my number one um I know I don't look at but uh, my mother's side is Cherokee and we we um, volunteer on the Lakota reservation and when this song came on I heard the flute so that's a Native American flute was a Finnish band doing (laughs) Native American flute and then I heard the words in Lakota because I know like 10 words in Lakota and I'm like wait a minute So I'm looking up the (laughs) lyrics on Google Oh my gosh, they did a Lakota song and I love the English translation. I'm like, I could, I could totally see myself covering this song. If I was going to pick a, pick a song of um, this band, I would pick that one because my Lakota uh, peeps would, would really love it. It uh, reminded me a lot about, you know, Kansas. Um, They did a a song about um, Native American too, about them taking away their land and stuff. Real similar flavor, but uh yeah, that that was my my number one song. The chant was cool, um the high notes, yeah, and that. the even the repetitive bridge. It was, it was, it was just, just everything was was perfect.
1: Yeah, I mean, the way that song starts slow and then builds faster and faster, it's just like oh such a good song i love that song and i that and when i said planet nemo yeah planet hell and nemo kind of got combined in my mind because i was making this list the last second because i'm like it was like eight and i'm like oh crap i never made the top five for my cd even though i know it i never I never wrote down so i'm like trying to do it while will smoke a cigarette outside i'm like <laughs> uh, oops i accidentally combined the two well you
3: know. but
1: yeah uh, plant nemo sounds awesome chancy what are your top five markets uh Uh, well, technically,
0: uh, I I did this last night and I can't read my handwriting on one of them, (laughs) uh, but my honorable mention was, uh, wish I had an angel. That was pretty cool. Uh, my number five is, I think the first word is dead. Anybody? Uh, Is it dark? They could, no, it's not dark. Is it
2: Dark Chest of Wonders?
0: No, no, no. That's my number one. Oh, Dead oh. Gardens. Yeah. That's Garden. <laughs> the one. Dead Gardens. That was fucking awesome. And uh, my, phone, yeah. my number four was Romanticide. Uh My number three was uh, Creek Mary's Blood. Uh, my number two was The Siren. Mm. And uh, number one was Dark Chest of Wonders.
2: That was no, a great opener. That that song. It was. I was, like, was. immediately drawn into like. Ooh. I was like,
0: I was like, I think I'm actually gonna like this one. You know, like it, it's kind of hit or miss with with this stuff with Jeremy every now and then. And I was like, sitting have been I'm like, hey, this may not be too bad.
1: So, where does it rank among the Fortnite Wish CDs you've heard so far, Chancy? I'd say probably the top. Really. Better than the circus one, which I thought I thought you would love that.
0: Yeah, you know, pandering to my nature doesn't always get on my best side, Jeremy. Just because I'm <laughs> circus folk doesn't mean I like circus music. <laughs> well, Reminds uh, me. Now I'm oh, gonna yeah,
2: go listen to that album now.
1: <laughs> it's well, it was. It, I mean, it's a little bit circus in parts of it, but it's only. It, it, it's, they use that as a theme for the album, but it's really not.
3: <laughs>
1: okay, no, Chancey, you, you know that's insane clown posse. That's insane clown posse. What you're doing right there? No, that's act. No, that's actually like. I, I know it is. I know it is. But that's. That, you want me to bring circus music on here? I'll bring insane clown posse some more for you. But I mean,
0: at least I know they're clowns and there's circus music, so. That's yeah. my people too. Well, it's in, its Indians and circus folk. All right, they are my people.
1: Well, Canty, why don't you tell them what CD you brought? I actually picked
0: uh, Incubus. Um, this is the name of the band, and "Make Yourself" is the album. actually the first album of theirs that I had ever heard. It was my first exposure to them, actually. It was, like, shortly after I bought the album, they blew up from their uh, uh, like popular songs, like, like Drive and Pardon Me. Yeah, right. Uh, it was just, like, I had picked it up and started listening to it just, like, maybe a couple weeks before it started really hit the airwaves. And, uh, it it came out in ninety nine, so I was I was young and I had a lot. Of, I mean, I was you know I had friends and stuff, but I got bullied pretty bad. Mm. And uh, there was a lot about um, this album that I, re- I that resonated with me, like uh, what is it in, in the first song? Privilege goes. Uh, isn't it strange that a privilege can can feel like a chore? You know, it, I was just, I always, I was like, "Wow, huh? That's something." Ain't that.
1: But uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was it dip- I don't know what it is. I can't, I can't. For some reason, the bands you pick half the time, I can't understand the lyrics. Like, I think that's the biggest issue.
0: What are you talking about? How do you not understand, understand be- the lyrics to this album? You
1: just
0: Google them. There's, let I mean there's, mean, I there's, can, there's like there's like no gutter there's no gutter in this album, man, like I can tell you most of the lyrics for those songs that I like dug the most, like in the very first song, the very first thing he says is uh... he goes uh isn't it strange that a gift could be an enemy? Is't it weird that a privilege could feel like a chore' Maybe it's me, but my mind isn't going anywhere. Maybe if we looked hard enough, we could find a back door. Then they do their little, find yourself a
1: back
0: door. And then, like, the crescendo, boom.
1: My mind went such a bad place with that.
0: (laughs) I mean, hey. Take it where you take it where you like. It's your mind. It, I don't know. You wash it off when you're done. But uh <laughs> no, that that I I'll go I'll otherwise I'll keep rambling on about the whole album, but uh since Jeremy, you were the only other person you like, you know, I I I expect that you will probably enjoy it if you uh give it a listen, okay. Diana, after Absolutely. the fact. Yeah. Like I'm not even upset you didn't listen to it, just because of the fact that now I'm stoked because you're gonna like be on your own checking it out, and then I got a forty-five be, minute car ride to work, so I got
2: something so, to listen yeah. to tomorrow.
0: Oh, for sure. It's and it's also it'll and the for like the first song, like the first few songs, kind of are a bit of a pump you up. So yeah, you'll you're you'll have a night you'll have a fun drive unless things
2: happen on care the way if there. Cut me off.
1: I mean, right. Well, Chanty, how much? How much did you hate it this time? What
2: do you guys hate each other's albums?
1: (laughs) No, not always. (laughs) No, not always. Not always. We, We sometimes we surprise each other, but I mean, and it's just I. It's Incubus. I know Incubus obviously by name, and I know like their radio hits and whatnot. I just I. They're basic '90s grunge rock. I Me, mean, that's what they are. Like their '90s, early 2000s to rock, and uh, they're you put you put Bush and you put Incubus playing on stages together. I'm not going to tell them part, but but I mean, okay. I, a, a I guess I mean, may, may, maybe a little bit if I really paid attention. But I, mean, I I found that this album
0: sounded so much different than their other ones, though. Like this one was really like more gritty. Like, I think after this album is when they really kind of went with the blended melodic thing. Because, like, this one's got a lot of chunky, clean guitar riffs, too. Like, chick it, chick it, chick it. Chick it, chick it. Like, you, you get a lot of. And the, the, I think they use the DJ a little bit more in this one than they do in their other ones. Sorry, dude. I, I totally interrupted your review, bro. I'm sorry.
1: It's all good, but I mean, it's just, Incubus, to me, is just never one of those bands I wanted to go find their other stuff, because, like, I knew a couple songs off this CD, I know some of their other stuff, it's just, it's that 90s alternative rock I could never get into, because it's just like, eh, like, my, my cousin was into it all the time, when I was in Florida, I'd be listening to it constantly, and it's just, it, to me, just, it doesn't phase me, I mean, 90s music, to me, is either heavy, or it's European. Or maybe some pop stuff <laughs> that I grew up with. I mean, I think I turn off Ricky Martin any day of the, Ricky Martin's 90 hits any day of the week. But it just it's the stuff you grow up with, and no one I really hung out with was into Incubus or any of those bands similar. So I just I never got into them. Like they're on I was in a rap at that age more than anything. So and maybe some heavy metal because you know 99 corn is for And yeah. But so yeah. I mean, I didn't mind it you missed that much it wasn't it wasn't Baz Bush, I'll tell you that much at least it wasn't as bad as Bush, I could say that, so why don't you give your top five since it's your album search chance about oh i i i uh I pulled to Jeremy <laughs> well, you mean you rubbed me for good luck?
0: no, I mean like uh i I had actually picked all of them. And put them into into the order in which I preferred them the most. <clears throat> I took their two most popular ones and put them at the end, so like "Drive" and "Pardon Me" are you know the end of the line. You, you would. Well, yeah, because I mean it. It they're good. Don't I mean by all means don't think that because they got airplay that I disliked them or something like that. But there are other songs I feel that are like. better it more deserving to be brought up and mentioned on a platform kind of like this I should say rather than better better suited for this platform um out from under is one of my one of my more one of my favorite more favorite honorable missions I like the just the first line and you know the to resist is to piss in the wind Anyone who does will end up smelling. Knowing this, why do I def- What is it? Knowing this, why do I defy? What my inner voice is telling. Uh, mm. Number eight is clean. Number seven is uh, when it comes. Uh, number six, my last honorable mention is nowhere fast. And I believe that's the second. Song on the album. Uh, My number five is the first song on the album, which is "Privilege." Uh, Number four, that's their. It's their. It's a really ballady song. It's called "I Miss You." It's. I mean. I put it on my top five because I remember it made me think of a memory of being in like high school and my best friend had uh, his his heart had been broken by this girl he was like super into. So he went and got like blackout wasted and passed out with the like lock on his door, you know, engaged. And that song was on repeat and he passed out and slept for like, 12, 14 hours. <laughs> and it, so this one song is just on repeat as loud as possible for 14 hours. It wasn't until I reviewed this album that I could actually listen to that song because of how much I hated that song after that circumstance. Uh, number three is make yourself. Uh, I like it because it's kind of like, a uh, one of the lines is, uh, if I had not made me, I'd have fallen apart by ma- by now. If I had not made me, it's more than I can allow. Yeah. What is it? If you let them make you, they'll make you paper mache At a distance, you're strong until the wind comes and you crumble and blow away. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two... Is uh, consequences that's just it's heavy, it's good. Uh, <laughs> Jer- if you actually listen to my whole album, Jeremy, you're gonna understand why this is my number one, and it is Battlestar Scratch Satica. Uh, <laughs> But I'm, but I'm only half playing. I, 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 there's this gimmick I do. If it's got like an intro or anything that has no words in it, I always usually put it at my number one. But this time, I really do actually have a, a favorite song from the album. It's called Stellar. It's a great yeah. song. That's
1: a kick-ass song. It was good. See, what you like best the problem I that? had was... The problem I had was making my top five is it randomly went off the album and started playing other songs by Incubus. And I that's awful. And I didn't realize it until like four songs in. Like at that point I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, how long is this album? And I like go back and look and I'm like, the last time I remember playing is the fourth in the end. (laughs) It wasn't on shuffle though. That's the weird part. But so, I mean, I don't, and it was only that album. I didn't, I didn't search Incubus. Like I had that specific album pull, pulled up, but so I don't know what that happened, but so if I have two honorable mentions for my top five and I apologize if any of these are not on that CD <laughs> because I honestly never went back and checked to see if all these were on the CD or not, but that's cool. First honorable mention is I miss you, which actually I know that's on the CD because I had to go back and that's the one I started with was the third one from the bottom, which was I miss you. Cause that's the last one I remember not listening to. So I miss you and consequence my album mentions because I like both those songs. Out from good under stuff. was my Out from under, Out from under was my number 5 because that's a damn good song. It's a good number, song. Number 4 is part of me because I did know that song somewhat. It's not the most popular that I've heard, but it was a good song. Number 3 was make yourself because Yeah. I relate to that in a way. I that it's, one I liked. It's a good song. Number two is when it comes. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Was, I, mean I, I didn't even turn it into a dirty thing until right now. Like even when I first heard it, I was just like, "That's a good song." Like I, I, I can appreciate that, and the freaking guitar and that was amazing. But and of course, number one is Drive because that's the one I've heard on the radio for the last twenty years, and it's always good. So yeah, 20, twenty-two was on the radio, huh?
0: Yeah, I got oh, Pardon Me and uh Drive got huge radio play and, and music videos and stuff like yeah. that. And,
1: and I mean, they've been in movies. They, they've been in a lot of movies too. Yeah,
0: they have okay. been in a lot. They have those
1: those songs have been in a lot of movies as well. Which I mean, uh, chances, that's a lot of chances music it's like it's from the 90s, it's always like the stuff they like he brought um you Bring last week, I can't think of the name, fat something.
0: Oh no Your, the my album from last week it was the prodigies the fat of the land yeah that's that it I'm came like, out came out in 97 and took over the VMAs in 1998 uh, you actually might even remember this diana uh it that, there was a big stink because mtv released an uncensored music video about a first person perspective on a night of total debauchery and the name of the song is called pardon my french the name of the song is called smack my bitch up and (laughs) the thing that gets everybody up on a stir though is that it's a girl that's doing all of the crazy and the insane things that take place during the video and then a long
2: time ago
0: it was a long time ago, and I stayed up real late. I was a kid when that came out, and I stayed up real late so I could watch that on MTV Two because they were like, "We're not playing this until until midnight, so we have to pay as little fine of it as possible." Well,
2: like, what were your parents yeah, asleep, right. or they let you listen to that? No, movie? they
1: were. Well, I mean, they. I mean, it was a little bit of both. Chansey was, was allowed to do all types of debauchery at young ages. He wasn't. I most weren't allowed to do like watch slasher horror movies and whatnot oh yeah
0: you. Um, oh yeah my parents exposed me to the world at a very very young age which i mean they think i mean they're 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 in some ways they're kind of regret it now but i don't because <laughs> i mean in a way they do because like i'm well i mean i i have a good sense of humor but some could say I'm fucked. I'm a bit fucked up.
2: <laughs> I think that, we all that's, are that's, in in some aspects, you know.
1: Everybody's fucked in their own way. That's the that's the way I look yeah, at the world. Is everybody's fucked in their own way, and those that aren't are the really fucked ones. So
0: wow, you it, in my they... young A little bit of yeah. make your a little bit of make yourself right there.
3: Leave you all should. The
0: dark spots. But
2: for sure. But you know, I'm not in I prison. Don't. I'm not on drugs and you know, I'm trying to make the world a better place. I think I turned out pretty good. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean, I, my mom used to give me shit all the time. Oh, you're such a stoner. Well, at least I don't do heroin or smoke crack. You want me to go do that oh, instead? Like, like, hard. Pick, like, pick your battles, mom. Pick your battles. Like, <laughs> I'm doing something that's legal in my state since 2016, and you're giving me shit for it. Like, really? Like, I don't get it, but...
2: About perspective.
1: Exactly. I mean, I'd for a family of four on my own, so I'm doing great. <laughs> but I want to thank you, Diana, for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on, and I got to make another person get in a night wish. Yay.
2: Yes. Uh, my husband's going to listen to it, too. And um, this has been super fun. It was just hanging out with you guys, and Talking about good music I love discovering new music There's um, You know never ending I think And um, I will listen tomorrow Chansey to your album and I will Send you notes on my My review how's that
0: Yeah yeah I'm definitely curious To see what you think
1: Well Diana why don't you tell them where they can find Your podcast so that they can All go it a listen
2: yeah, you can find everything about me, my my music that I write uh, on my website and my podcast. It's at dswministries.org. So that's the Wounds of the Faithful podcast. You can listen to that on any platform. Um, that's for abuse survivors and, and uh, how to heal. And uh, my actual song that I wrote for... Uh, healing was called break these chains. So that's, that's my story. And, um, it's, that's on my music page along with other stuff. Like, um, I told you I had a, uh, classical upper background, so you'll hear some of that stuff too. But, um, yeah, love to have you guys listen and, um, thanks so much again for having me on the show.
1: Oh, it's been a pleasure. Sir chance a lot. Where can they find you in your multitude of places nowadays?
0: Well, they can find me here, of course. Uh, the Book of the Faces, the Insta of the Gram, <laughs> the TikTok under uh the Red Eye Round Table, and uh my Twitter is Red Eye Table because apparently you're only allowed so many letters, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, working on putting together a little podcast, a full like a long form discussion podcast about interesting topics to be determined.
1: Yes, and Chanty and I also have a couple show other shows that are in the works as well, possibly coming out in 2023, but. You can find both of us on Facebook under the Paranormal the Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings podcast for the S Facebook group. You can find us on Twitter and the gram at, at Juggalo Bastard, and you can find us on Tikki-taki as Juggalo Bastard Podcasts. And of course, you can find us on YouTube as Maniacal Music Musings. Just go ahead and search the name, and it'll come up with all the episodes that we've released so far. I want to thank our guest Dan for coming on one more time because it's been amazing and. Like pod Podmatch, Podmatch, not a sponsor. It could be. But I seriously, you could be a sm- you could be a sponsor, Podmatch. I love your website. I yeah, get so many Alex. good guests for both my shows on this. <laughs> Alex Filippi or your name is, but Flippy, I think it is. Related to Flippy. Thank you, Diana. It's been a pleasure. And to our listeners, we will catch you next week. And next week our guest will be Ashley Hoffman, co-host of Thirty Flirty and Not Thriving. With our good friend Vanessa Rain. So, Ashley will be on next week, listeners. We'll see you then.
3: Team